In a world where good news is hard to find, WAVA and One Heart DC present Good News for the City. We're here to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what his body, the church, is doing to spread this good news in the Washington, D.C. metro area, including Northern Virginia, Maryland, and D.C. As Jesus said in John 17, Father, that they may be one just as we are one. Welcome to Good News for the City. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Greetings, folks, and welcome to Good News for the City, the radio broadcast ministry partnership between WAVA Radio and One Heart DC, right here on life-changing talk radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. My name is Dennis Williams. I'm director of ministry for WAVA Radio, and I want to welcome you to today's broadcast. You know, folks, two months after the COVID-19 pandemic began in 2020, normalcy and stability were hard to come by, and I would venture to say That's still true. Many of us were panicked and afraid, frightened at the uncertainty that that plagued the present, indeed with no end in sight. Well, it was then that the National Hispanic Pastors Alliance was formed among, among a group of Hispanic pastors and leaders of various denominations and organizations. They gathered with the goal of advancing Christian values and promoting unity to bless their communities and the nation during the current uncertainty and moving into the future. So listen with us today as our guest for the day discusses the Alliance's kingdom work and the progress towards its goal now these 20 months later. And of course, here to get us started to introduce our guest for the day is my good friend, my buddy, my co-host of Good News for the City, Pastor Brian Bale, Senior Pastor of Christian Fellowship Church in Aspen, Virginia. Good to see you, friend. God bless you, man. Thank you, my friend. You know what? I'm a little biased. It's probably not new information to longtime listeners of the show, but I love what we do here on this show. And that is connecting people throughout the Washington metro area about the good news for the gospel. In fact, in your intro every week for our listeners, you know that we say that this show, Good News for the City, is a partnership between WAVA Radio and its ministries there in One Heart D.C. And uh, One Heart D.C. was an organization that was birthed many years ago from this same passion and this same idea of uniting leaders and followers of Jesus Christ under the banner of the gospel to make a difference. And so that uniting has caused partnerships with other organizations with the same vision and the same goal and the same heart. And that is in many ways what the National Hispanic Pastors Alliance is doing, not just in the Washington metro area, but all throughout the nation. And so Amen. Amen. Uh, we're going to talk with another like-minded individual and a like-minded passion today about spreading the good news of the gospel. And joining us in studio is Carlos Duran. Uh, for the last 30 years, he's worked with faith-based organizations and churches across the country, promoting development and equipping programs for the Hispanic and the faith community. A little bit background of him. He's from 2011. He was recognized by the White House as known as a champion of change for his work on behalf of men and families in the country. He founded an organization called Men of Their Word, an organization dedicated to equip men to reach their maximum potential through both education and training. He's also currently the CEO of that organization, and he's the president of the National Hispanic Pastors Alliance. There's so many things I could tell you about what he's done and what he's serving as. He's even served as executive director of the Evangelical Association of Hispanic Ministers in the Washington metro area, a chapter director of Washington, D.C. for the same types of organizations, and other organizations all throughout here and through the nation. Uh, But we want to hop into it today. But a little background from him. He was born in Colombia, and he immigrated to the U.S. at age of 19. 
Now, he and his wife live in Maryland. They have five beautiful children. He's an ordained minister and has a degree in business administration and project management uh, from a university not too far from here called Liberty University that many of our listeners will be aware of. Um, Amen. Amen. Carlos, uh, just thank you for joining us the show today. We're excited to talk about uh, the ministry of the National Hispanic Alliance and how people can get connected and get involved. Brian and Dennis, good, good morning. Uh, thank good you for morning. the invitation. It is an honor to be here with you. You know, what's interesting many times when we talk to people is how they wind up, where they wind up. Now, certainly we know that the simple answer is God, much like the Sunday school answer. It may seem like you're asking about a squirrel, but in Sunday school, the answer is always Jesus, right? What's furry and has a tail. If you know that joke, you get it. If you don't, just ignore what I just said for the last couple of seconds. But certainly the answer is God, how you wound up where you were. But give us a little detail about the winding path of your life and career that took you to working with the National Hispanic Pastors Alliance here in the D.C. area. Uh, well, if I if I have to, to tell my story really quick, I, I was born in a in a Presbyterian family uh, mm-hmm. at a church. My uncle was a pastor. Uh, by the age of thirteen, I kind of walked away from the church completely, uh, and then I immigrated to the United States. And I'm one of those guys that you know I don't do bad things, and I pray to bless my food, so I'm okay. Right. Um, and I, <laughs> I, I <laughs> personally, I, I I came to Colombia. I came to the United States from Colombia, nineteen years of age. Didn't speak English, didn't have family, immediate family, nothing. Uh, just just an average immigrant, uh, if you know what I mean, you know, documents and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I I liked a girl. I, I saw a girl that I liked, but she was at church. Mm-hmm. And the church of a friend of ours that just passed away last year, Bishop Harry Jackson, uh, mm-hmm. Hope Christian Church, if you remember. Yeah. Yes. I, walked, yes. I walked into this church. I didn't understand the message, but I saw the love of Christ. So I walked in not knowing Christ, and I walked out completely transformed. Wow. So that, wow. that's my salvation moment. Yeah. And since then, I, I just passionately, at the age of 20, 21, I became a Christian. And I got, uh, I hope for like 15, 16 years, became, uh, you know, passionate about Christ. And, and, and the Lord has led me to work with many national organizations and local projects and churches. And uh, and so uh, I got involved with Promise Keepers, worked with them for 12 years across the country. I went like to 60 conferences when they have their time, mm-hmm. uh, represented um, at the National Hispanic Conference in Washington, D.C., White House, Congress, and uh, have um, many of their work. And so I have deep relationship with pastors at the, at the local level and national level. And that's my path to where we are today. And I think sometimes when we look back, when we see where God has brought us from one place to another, it's very clear that but for God, there's no way that we would wind up uh, the way that we have wound up in the places that he has strategically put us. Now, fast forward to 2020. I think no one really in 2020, when we first heard the word coronavirus or pandemic or whatever it might be, had any idea what would happen or affect not just our country, but our whole world. And so here we are a couple years after that, who knows where we are in that process. I've stopped trying to figure out where we are. Like a lot of us are, we just know that we're there, but when it started back in March of 2020, um, some things began to change and some difficulties and some challenges and also some opportunities arrived. So one of those opportunities was the national Hispanic pastors Alliance, how did it get its start? during that uh, pandemic, and how has that then affected how you've been going about ministry? Well, uh, where it really started was a night, a night of repentance. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just the pandemic. Our, our country is broken. Uh, spiritually and morally, uh, we're broken. 
and 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 we have to uh, take responsibility as spiritual leaders of our houses and our cities and our nation. Then maybe some of the blame comes and uh, falls in the on the church. Mm-hmm. So when the COVID nineteen started, it was just after the elections, after the country is all divided, and we came together, maybe fifteen leaders of Washington D.C. Hispanics for a night of atonement, uh, based on Leviticus sixteen, mm-hmm. when it says that the, 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 the priest will go before God, uh, dress in white, and repent for his sins, for the sins of his family, before he can intercede for the country. So that was our attitude. So uh, the, the, the city is so divided that even, you know, it's, it's almost, a, I don't know if the government is a reflection of the church of the city or the city is a reflection of the government attitude. So yeah. among the Hispanic community, we, we have a hard time working together mm. uh, as churches and making plans and, 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 and transforming our communities. So the intention was to come before God and say, Lord, we need your help. And right. so that was the night that started the, the NAPA, N-A-H-P-A. NAPA, right. National Hispanic Pastors Alliance. And, and out of that, it came out, a desire to work together. About two months later, they closed the churches, but they didn't close the, the bars and they didn't close the gyms. And they said they were, we were not essential workers, uh, essential business. Yeah. And actually, the church is an essential business to the community. We provide a spiritual guidance. We provide physical help. We provide uh, a psychological help. There's so much, and especially in the Hispanic community, with sometimes... Our members' family is the church. So we got together and we wrote letters to the, to the governor of Virginia, the Maryland, the major of Washington, D.C., and that started a communication and, and, and networking. And about six months later, uh, we came together and we identified our needs and our, our vision, and we formed NAPA. So NAPA was formed almost at the end of 2020, mm-hmm. I, I say, uh, that's when we were born. You know what, Pastor? It's a, it's funny, Brian. Let me just jump in a second, Pastor. It was it's just funny. I don't know that I've ever heard anyone say to this point, and maybe I have. I don't remember, <clears throat> but that everything else was not closed, and and the church is not essential. Wow, isn't that a worldview, huh? Yes, that the is. church is not essential. Come on, man. It's more essential than anything. So it just struck me when you said that. So thank you. Now I get to carry that gift with me of how essential God's people and the ministry of Christ through the church is. So thank you very much. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no, and I, Carlos, I appreciate the reminder that, you know, COVID in many cases didn't create anything. It just exacerbated the problems that were already there. Yes. And certainly when you talked about the issue of unity, when we mentioned One Heart DC, that was one of the main and still is one of the main pillars of One Heart DC, that church is the essential tool that God has given to this world to make a difference. Uh, many times didn't get along really well. It's not like they didn't like each other. It's just, I don't want to play in your sandbox and don't play in my sandbox. And, and we are better together in that way because the church is a big C church, but we focus way too much many times on the local small C church. And we see our differences before our together. And so in many ways, you've already talked about the mission and vision of the National Hispanic Pastors Alliance when it came together. Is that still sort of the same mission and vision that it was founded with that exists now? Well, the vision and mission, we, um, we, we like, like you said, you know, we are divided because we're so concerned with the local church, you know, our local ministry. We want to grow. We want the building. But actually, there is a larger responsibility, a sense that we need to, especially the church in Washington, D.C., when mm-hmm. we have the White House, the Capitol, all the influence that we have 
here, how can we address and how can we speak to power as a church? It, it was like one of our concerns. Uh, why do I say this? Uh, our faith is being corroded. You know, we our foundation is being destroyed. And we, the church in Washington, D.C., we don't have the tools, the channels, or the ways to speak to power or to influence these decision makers. So we came together with that concern, the concern that we as a church in Washington, D.C., do not have a voice at the table, and mm. especially the Hispanic community. A lot of our, the decisions that are being made are being made on our behalf for people that don't even know our reality. And the church has a voice. We're not here to complain. We're here actually with answers to offer solutions, to be part of the conversation. So National Hispanic um, Alliance is created to defend and advocate for our values. That's mm -hmm. our, fourth, our first goal, to defend and advocate for our Christian Judeo values. Second, to develop our leadership because the Latino community needs uh, these, these, these leaders. And third, to serve our community. So it's a holistic approach. Uh, because the Latino community, uh, we have to be realistic, is addressing a lot of challenges that if we don't, it's, it's facing challenges that if we don't address them today, tomorrow, there will be a problem. And so mm -hmm. we, we are developing this organization that would be equipped to defend our faith, equipped to develop leadership, and have the tools necessary to channel blessings to our community. So that's the goal of NAPA. Yeah. And so, again, just as a reminder for our listeners, you can go to www.nahpa.us, not NAPA. That is taken by an auto parts store, if I'm going to guess yes. that correctly. But <laughs> That's why we put the H in the middle. <laughs> that's right. NAHPA.us and find more about um, what we're doing and what is happening there, the National Hispanic Pastors Alliance. Certainly, you've talked about this already, the importance of promoting unity and purpose and action of the church. And you've talked about some of the needs specifically. Um, and well, generally, you talked about some of the needs. Let's get specific on some of those within the Hispanic community, community that you hope the church and the Pastors Alliance seek to address. Well, um, first of all, uh, developing leadership. Mm -hmm. We are a very uh, fast, a fastest growing community um, uh, across the country. It, but our pastors, our pastors, they are, they, they are bivocational. Most of them, they have to work full time during the day and go and preach at night. And so we are having this first layer of this first wave of pastors. But then we're having a second wave of pastors that are youth that are rising up and they need to go to college. They need mm -hmm. to go to seminary. So we're trying to get this network and these relationships where we can offer opportunities for our pastors and our young leaders to go to school so they can actually teach a sound theology and they can actually lead and develop our community in a healthy way. So that's one area that we're addressing. The mm -hmm. other area that we're addressing is um, the law for the country, if that's a way to put it, uh, this social engagement where we can actually, we're not just many, but we actually are speaking out and we are involved in our communities. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, there are 62 million Hispanics in the United States. So by numbers, we are the second largest Hispanic country in the world after mm -hmm. Mexico. But we are not speaking out. If you compare us with the Jewish community, there are only 11 million, 11 million in the world. But they are making more difference in the United States than the Hispanic community. So we have this sleeping giant that if we can engage them and waken them and, and make them love the country completely, 
uh, we can actually uh, be of, of a blessing to, to, to the country in the near future. So those are the main areas. And third mm-hmm. will be uh, to make sure that we can uh, bring the necessary tools to our community so that we can uh, create a, a development, uh, a, a well-being, upward mobility. Uh, so, so sometimes even um, education programs have to access capital. Uh, all these little things that will help our community uh, move forward. So it's um, yeah. it's a work in progress. We tell the people we're building the plane as we fly or we're <laughs> building the wings as we fall. But what yeah. are the two we're moving forward? Well, you know, I, I love that. One of the analogies we often use at Christian Fellowship Church in Ashburn is, you know, we're we're changing the tires as we're moving sometimes. Yes. And it feels that way. But nonetheless, we are called to move and uh, and called to act. And that's what you've certainly been doing since its exception, inception of the National Hispanic Pastors Alliance. What, as you mentioned, obviously your goals, talk about a little bit, if you can, the way you, you've already seen some fruit and how being together is better than trying to do this separately. Well, we chose the words, the word alliance because we're not a round table. We're going to sit down to talk. We're not an association where we're just going to, to uh, you know, come together uh, uh, to, to, to debate issues. Mm-hmm. Alliance by itself is a, it's not even a group of friends. It's a group of uh, like-minded people with their own visions. They come together for a greater vision. So mm-hmm. that was our purpose. We're here to do faith and action, not just to sit down and talk. And yeah. so our goal is to move forward all the time. So we started with a group of seven pastors in Washington, D.C. And then uh, uh, the Association of Pastors for New Jersey showed up and said, you know, we are 300 pastors. And we believe that there's need for a voice in Washington, D.C. They do what you do. So they came over, associations from Miami, from Texas, from California, uh, uh, big organizations as uh, the Billy Graham Association uh, came over and said, you know, guys, we need a voice that is um, a neutral, that is biblically centered, that can uh, do what you do to address some of the issues. And so mm-hmm. we grew tremendously, exponentially over the last year. Um, so that's one of the, our, our main uh, uh, surprises, what we thought would be three, four years it actually, in six months, we were all the way from McAllen, Texas, to uh, L.A., to Miami. Uh, we have groups all over the city. We have visited like 15 cities, like eight states across the country. Uh, and we have partnered with um, from the, the Health and Human Service to Berkeley University to uh, Department of Education to do programs. So the Lord has blessed us tremendously. Uh, we have been able to be part of, uh, you know, pro-Israel organizations. We just got invited to Colombia mm-hmm. to speak at a symposium and then in Guatemala. So it seems like the Lord has given us favor and mm-hmm. grace. Uh, and we're just trying to follow his will and make sure that we don't lose track of what he called us to do. I love that. Trying to follow his will. Sometimes it's, it's as simple as seeing exactly what's in front of you. And sometimes it means stepping out of the boat onto a little bit of water. And we're not sure it's going to work to walk towards him. And so using that analogy of stepping out onto the water, uh, it's, it's something that's exciting. It's something where you saw something God blessing. Have there been any challenges, maybe unexpected challenges or that sort of stuff uh, that's happened over the last several months that we can pray for or continue to come alongside? Well, one thing is that we, we will defend our Christian values. Uh, that's our goal, to promote them, our values, and to defend them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, 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 the issue that we have found is that our faith became politicized. Yeah. We, you are right or you are left. 
But biblically, it is a concept that sometimes it is absence of the conversation. Mm -hmm. We are not endorsing right or left. We endorse in our Christian values. And we have got to push back from a lot of groups that do not agree with that. Or you are right, right. or you are left. So we find ourselves sometimes walking on, 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 on eggshells, trying sure. to figure it out that, you know, my community has needs and it's not a handout, actually can be a lifeline. Mm -hmm. uh, and then that we need to sit down on tables where there is darkness because we're the light. So we're supposed to be there. We're not supposed to be looking from the outside. We're supposed to be shining in the midst of darkness. So we um, are committed to sit on tables where nobody sits, mm -hmm. to speak on issues that nobody speaks, and to defend our values to the, to the, to the teeth. Um, yeah. and, and so uh, that's what's uh, trying to find that, that, that identity without compromising. That's where we are. We need help. Yeah. Growth, growth brings challenges from from um, uh, intellectual knowledge, connections, relationships, even finances, uh, because this takes finances. Uh, sure. And so, but the Lord is our provider. The Lord has opened doors that no man can open up. And we moving forward. So we you are all invited to be part of our effort. We need your help. Uh, and uh, I'm open to to sit down and just share our heart and to to co to collaborate and to work together. I love that invitation, and I love the reminder about who we are first in identity. Good friend of WAVA, Dr. Tony Evans, you can catch him on the radio there many times during the week. It's pretty famous for saying anytime you put an adjective before the word Christian, you're going to be off a little bit. We're always Christian first, and then uh, there are other adjectives that may follow after that, but finding our identity first in Christ and that we are uh, actually more connected than disconnected when we have the Holy Spirit in us as the one who seals us unto salvation. It's just a thing that we constantly have to make sure that we keep in front of us. And so I appreciate that reminder and I appreciate the invitation. And there are people I'm sure right now who are listening on WAVA, the show, or later on got this be a podcast to a friend. You're kind of wondering, wow, this sounds interesting. I'd, I'd love to, to connect with Carlos or to get involved in my church or my organization. How can people get involved and learn more about the National Hispanic Pastors Alliance? Well, really quick, um, because we're Hispanic, uh, we're not defined by race, color, okay. or denomination. You know, mm -hmm. it's just that we started a few Hispanic guys, and it mm -hmm. became a national thing. So yeah. everyone is welcome. Uh, our website is NAPA, N-A-H-P-A, NAPA.us. Mm -hmm. You can find us there. You can download our app. Mm -hmm. And uh, my email is carlosduran at napa.us. Yeah, and that's Carlos, C-A-R-L-O-S, Duran, D-U-R-A-N. Uh, another great His Hispanic, Roberto Duran, I believe. Yes. It's very familiar. I'm not sure you have hands of stone, Carlos, like he did, but we're definitely grateful for your heart uh, and how Thank you're you. serving the people here and the opportunity you gave us to spend some time talking to you today about how together we can make a greater difference than separate. In fact, that's how God made us. It's one of the strange things. He chose messed up, broken, different people to put together in this beautiful thing called the church. And so when a difference is made, no one looks at us and says, ah, we did it. They look at us and go, they're so different. How are they getting together? And it's a reminder that there's someone greater. Much like when we look at the moon, we know that it's actually the sun shining the light. So thanks for that. And thanks for your time with us today, Dennis. Again, another Thank reminder you. of the gospel moving forward right here in the Washington metro area and all throughout the world. Hey man, I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's almost sad to me that we have to push so hard to defend our faith. And yet, 
It's been that way from day one, hasn't it? I mean, we've had to defend our faith from the time of the apostles till today and and forever until Jesus comes, right? And so thank you, Pastor. God bless you for what you guys are doing. Hey, folks, um, you want to listen to this again, go to goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Hey, for more information, you can go to nahpa.us. Again, that's nahpa.us. Or you can get uh, in touch with Pastor here at Carlos Duran at nahpa.us. So you can do that. Also, if you if you really want to get a live person, you can always call me at the radio station, 703-807-2266. Hey, folks, thank you for joining us today. We'll see you again next week. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way. It's the gospel, the gospel that makes a way. Thank you for joining us and listening to Good News for the City, a gospel partnership between WAVA and One Heart DC. This is a partnership, movement which celebrates and seeks to accelerate the move of the gospel into the Washington, D.C. metro area. It is our prayer that through this radio broadcast ministry of Good News for the City, we will see transformed lives and communities and more and more people responding to the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We want to help bring unity to Bible-believing people and churches in order to multiply our impact in our city, and we would love for you to join us. You can learn more at goodnewsforthecity.com. That's goodnewsforthecity.com. Or you can go to wava.com keyword good news. Or you can call us at 703-807-2266. 703-807-2266. And remember, it's the gospel that makes a way.